Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, September 18, 2022, and this is day 1643 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and we praise you. Thank you so much, my Lord, for keeping a hedge of protection all around us. Even when we don't realize it, you're keeping us safe. And I thank you and I glorify you. I thank you, Lord, for allowing me the opportunity to share your word with your people, uh, for to all people. And uh, Lord, it is a great honor. I thank you for allowing me to uh, work with your precious youth and teaching them skills, Lord, and, and their families. Uh, I just honor you and praise you. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is, we have even greater. We have so much to be grateful for. And the greatest thing of all, we have Jesus Christ. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're coming out of Luke chapter 11, verses 29 through 32. Luke 11, verse 29 through 32. And this is Jesus speaking. And it says, as the crowds increased, Jesus said, this is a wicked generation. It has or it ask for for a sign but none will be given it except the sign of Jonah for as Jonah was assigned to the Ninevites so also will the son of man be to this generation and the Ninevites uh were very cruel um warlike warlike men uh, the capital of Assyria and uh, Jonah actually did not even want to go and preach in Nineveh when God sent him there. He actually disobeyed God and went to Tarshish. And God sent a big fish to swallow Jonah up after he begged the men on the boat to throw him overboard. And they didn't want to, but the wind and all the things that were happening was about to destroy their ship or their boat. And they threw, Jonah said, just throw me over. I know it's God after me. And he got swallowed up by a fish and he repented inside the belly of the fish. He was in there for three days and he finally went to Nineveh. But he felt like they were so evil that they did not deserve the opportunity to repent. Who are we to decide who should, you know, God should forgive or not? He forgave us, right? <laughs> so Jonah did not like them because of that. And they did a lot of evil. And Jesus is saying that that sign uh, for that generation uh, would have been enough. And he says, for as Jonah was assigned to the Ninevites, so also will the son of man be to this generation. Says the queen of the south will rise 
at the judgment with the people of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the ends of the earth to listen to Solomon's wisdom. And she was a pagan worshiping queen. She worshiped idols. And he says, and now something greater than Solomon is here. The man of Nineveh, the men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And now something greater than Jonah is here. And he's talking about himself and how, you know, we've got the best thing of all here, Jesus. And we refuse, some refuse to even acknowledge him, to acknowledge that if it weren't for him, we would not be here. We would not be in his presence. We would not have eternal life because of accepting him as our savior. We we would not have any of those. As a matter of fact, we would be on our way to hell. That is exactly where we would be. Uh, Point number one. I remember some of the stories my parents and my, especially my grandmother um, would share with me on both sides. Um, And my mother would share stories with me about her grandmother who had died, which was my great grandmother. She was dead before we were born, I believe. And all of the struggles they went through how they overcame the Great Depression. Uh, Many could not afford even a loaf of bread. And even today, I've been hearing that, you know, in some places, bread is $7. I know I've paid $5 for a loaf of bread, like like the norm, and it used to be a dollar or $2, not very long ago. They grew their own vegetables. They would work their gardens. They had chickens and, you know, and hogs and things like that. And they worked their garden. Um, They worked, um, you know, with the farm animals, whatever they had from sunup to sundown, doing everything manually. We now have many fancy tools that make the work a lot easier for us. We don't even have to go to the store anymore if we don't want to, to pick up groceries. Uh, we can simply make a phone call or get on our, you know, computers, our phones or our computers and, and order what we want and have it delivered to our doorsteps. Jesus said, this is a wicked generation because we have him, the perfect son of God. He came to the people of that generation in person, showing them unconditional love, and they rejected him. In doing so, they made themselves more liable to judgment than either a notoriously wicked nation, Nineveh, or a powerful pagan king, queen, Sheba. So they were even more liable than those two groups of people or those, the one group of people and the queen. That's a very sad commentary, right? To know that you have the Savior right there walking among you in your midst and you still reject him. 
And we, too, are just as guilty, many of us, of not accepting him because, for whatever reason, thinking that we may have to give up things. That was my reason. <laughs> Actually, I didn't even think about it uh, because, you know, my brother was the one that led me to Christ. And, and before he got saved, uh, he was out, you know, doing all kind of wicked stuff, just like me, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, selling drugs and just doing a lot of things that just weren't uh, right. And uh, he met a young woman and she was uh, a believer in Christ and he fell in love with her and wanted to marry her. And she said, nope, you were unequally yoked. And they were young too. And just like me when I got married and, uh, and he went to her church and got saved. And then the first thing you do when you encounter something so beautiful, so great, you know, if you, I, I can speak to some of the ladies and some of the men may do this too. When you go and you find a good deal, you're shopping, you find a good deal. The first thing you do is you call other people and say, look what I found, girl, you need to go check this out. Or, you know, whatever it is, if it's the men, you may say, hey, you know, they got these cars on sale right now. I mean, women may be concerned about cars too. I'm not trying to stereotype, but I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> So you want to share that. Well, he couldn't wait to share with me about Jesus. And he said, you need to get saved or you're going to hell. That's <laughs> and it was true. But my brother, he's very funny. But yet, you know, he's very honest. And he'll let you know when it came to that. He was very honest. And so I went that following week to his church, his new church. And I mean, I was down at that altar with my face down on that altar crying and truly had an experience. And it and it lasted up until now. That was over 40 years ago. And I'm still uh, there with the Lord. You know, I'm not saying, hey, now I've messed up on the way here and there and got back up, asked God for forgiveness, and he forgives us. And I'm grateful for that. Uh, but that's what changed my life and when we experience something so beautiful as jesus christ we can't help but share him with others point number two the same is happening today we make the lord second place instead of first in our lives we tend to call on him only when we're in trouble then once we're blessed we forget about him like, oh, Lord, I need help paying this bill. Lord, I please bless him with this house. I, I need it. Then we get the house and then we move on back to our regular stuff and don't even think much about God. Or I just got this diagnosis, Lord, and I don't, it's, it sounds horrible. Please heal me. And everybody's praying and then God heals you. And then, and then you're well, and you're back out to the same old thing. I'm not saying you, I'm just saying in general, right? <laughs> Been there, done that. We call on him when he, we need him. I remember. I remember times when I'd be out partying and and on my way home, may have had too much to drink, and like, Lord, if you get me home this time, I won't do it again. And then guess who was back up in the club doing it again? Uh huh, me. <laughs> back and then until that one day, I really had that encounter. Like I said, when my brother invited me to church, and I was there, and it was the best. It was better than any nightclub. Better than any weed better than any drink, better than any person. <laughs> Jesus is number one. He wants to be number one in our lives. We see more people out on Sundays for a football game or a concert than we do for church. Churches nowadays are, you know, many of them are empty or low in attendance. 
mainly because we've gotten complacent, especially after COVID. It's like, you know what? I can just look at it on on, on uh, the internet or I can look at it on Facebook or whatever, YouTube, whatever. I, God is saying it's important to get together the assembling of our, do not forsake the assembling together of ourselves, especially in these last days. It's time to recognize how great we have it because of the sacrifice of our Father God and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's time to embrace his will for our lives and obey him in fulfilling our purpose. Now, I want to read out of my commentary to you uh, about a little bit more about the Ninevites and and the Queen of the South. It says the Ninevites and the Queen of the South had turned to God with far less evidence than Jesus was giving his listeners and far less than we have today. We have eyewitness reports of the risen Jesus, the continuing power of the Holy Spirit unleashed at Pentecost, easy access to the Bible. There are people in other countries right now that can't even have a Bible. And if they do, they could be killed for having their Bibles. And and many, you know, churches are smuggling them into those countries so that they can have Bibles. We have it made. We don't sometimes even realize how good we have it. And so we have easy access to the Bible and knowledge of 2,000 years of Christ's acts through his church. With the knowledge and insight available to us, our response to Christ ought to be even more complete and wholehearted. That is where we should be right now. But many are falling away. And God is saying, I'm waiting on them. I'm going to hold off a little longer before the rapture takes place. The next greatest event that's going to take place. And all of the believers that believe in Jesus will be caught up in the air in a matter of seconds. The dead in Christ will rise first. And then those of us who are alive will rise up after them. And then after that, the seven-year tribulation, which will be more horrific than anything anyone has ever experienced in our lives. We think that this is bad. We will not, people will not be able to buy or sell without accepting the mark of the beast. And once accepting the mark of the beast, there's no reversing that. That means that you will be in hell for eternity with Satan. And Jesus is saying, I don't want you to go there. I didn't, he didn't create hell for us. He created hell for Satan and the third of the angels that followed him. But if anyone chooses to follow him now, that's where they will go. And God the Father is the only one that knows when this time will take place. Not even Jesus, who sits at the right hand of the Father, knows when the rapture will take place. So it is very important for us to accept him now while he's here with us. The Holy Spirit will even be taken up out of the earth during the seven-year tribulation. Now that we have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, we need to embrace it embrace them and accept them in our lives. I remember my little neighbor across the street before she transitioned to be with the Lord. This may have been a good, I don't know, seven years ago, possibly, or even eight years ago, because my daughter and my grandbaby was living with us then. 
And uh, that's how I kind of remember how long it was. But she um, she called me and she said, what are you doing? And I said, it was at night. It, it was still, you know, light outside, though. It might have been seven. And she's, I said, oh, nothing. I'm, you know, just sitting around, uh, just put on my pajamas. And she goes, well, come over here for a minute. I've got something for you. And I thought, what? What does she have for me? And I just love my neighbor, all of my neighbors. But she was just so special. And, and we would, you know, whenever things would break down at her house, she would call us. My husband would go over and fix it or, or have someone come to do it. She trust him. Her husband had already passed on. And uh, when her husband passed on, um, you know, we, you know, made sure to reach out to her. You know how you take people some food or something when they lose a loved one. We made sure to do that. And, and she always remembered that. And she called me over and she gives me this beautiful fur coat. And she says, I want you to have this now because I'm going to be going on soon. And I don't want people fighting over my stuff. I want to give the things that I have to people that I love that care about me and the people that I care about. I want them to have them now. And I said, well, thank you so much. It brought tears to my eyes there. And I hugged her and went on across the street. And then I would say a few months later, she went on to be with the Lord. And it was quite a touching moment for me. I made sure to go to her home going and it was really beautiful. But, um, I say that because it reminds me of what Jesus is talking about. While we have him, accept the gift that he's giving us. That is the gift of salvation. Jesus is saying, please accept it. But he will never, ever, ever force himself up on us. He loves us that much that he wants us to choose whether we want to serve him or not. And this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's it. Lord Jesus, please forgive me. Come into my heart and live in me. And thank you for dying for me and raising up from that grave so that I can have life with you for eternity. In Jesus' name. Amen. And that's all. And you're saved. And you don't have to clean yourself up first. I would say the next best thing is to get into a good Bible-believing church. So you're learning the word. And that is what the Lord would have for you. Oh, I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name in your email address. And check us out on tzonekc.org. Learn more about what we're doing in the community with our precious youth, teaching them life skills and, and how to do this work thing, <laughs> how to start their own businesses, how to work out their own differences, and how to not fall into the trap of human and sex trafficking. 
all right? And, and just helping them to be aware. And thank you so much for your support, for your donations. You know, check out the website, become a donor today. Touch the donate button and it'll lead you right there. We appreciate you so much. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.